You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, where we unpack what is new and innovative in education. I'm your host, Jessica, and today we've got an episode all about contribution, empowering all students to make meaningful contributions to the world. That's the remarkable motto of the Loudoun County Public Schools, a big Virginia district west of Washington, D.C., serving about 84,000 students in 94 schools. Dr. Eric Williams has been superintendent in Loudoun for five years. While many districts reference citizenship as a goal, Williams likes the term contribution as it incorporates careers in the private sector, civic engagement, and community service. Williams believes in engaging students in solving authentic problems as a means to developing knowledgeable, critical thinkers, communicators, collaborators, creators, and contributors. Let's listen in as Williams talks with Tom. Dr. Eric Williams, welcome to the Getting Smart Podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to have the opportunity to chat with you. Eric, why did you study history at William & Mary? So when I was in the fifth grade, I had a teacher, Mrs. Green, who did a series of uh, historical simulations, particularly around the American Revolution, and uh, included Boston Tea Party, Continental Congress, and those activities ignited both a love of history in me, but also led me to decide in fifth grade that, hey, I want to become a teacher. And so uh, years later, then in high school, when looking for a college, William & Mary, um, in addition to being a great school, obviously um, sitting adjacent to Colonial Williamsburg, fit my love love of history. And so I went to William & Mary in order to um, earn licensure uh, to teach social studies. Isn't it interesting? Fifth grade is such a formative time. I I lived in Washington, D.C. in fifth grade and just uh, having a great history teacher and being able to visit all the museums and battlefields in uh, Virginia and Maryland made me want to be either an architect or uh, an archaeologist. (laughs) Those are formative periods. Absolutely. uh, More more, uh, evidence that a great teacher... Uh, can really inspire uh, learners for life. So, you you decided early on that teaching was uh, was for you. Did you? Yes. And, did you teach after college? Um, yes. Um, I uh, started my career as an educator in Fairfax County. Um, taught American government and history, and probably the single most memorable day uh, was when uh, President George Bush, the first Bush, came and visited my students and um, spoke spoke to the to the students. And so that was um, incredibly exciting experience for them and for me as a first year teacher. Wow. That's, uh, that is exciting. What a treat to have a president visit your classroom. Um, and Fairfax is home of a lot of great educators. A lot of great superintendents have uh, have been there. Um, you, I think we met when you were superintendent in um, in York, Virginia, uh, ten years ago. Is that right? Yes, that that is correct. I served as superintendent. What what work are you uh, proud of in that coastal community? I'm most proud of our um, emphasis on uh, project-based learning and really Sending work, working with um, principals and the school board there to try to move away from the test prep mentality that really uh, was particularly strong across the nation at that point in time, and obviously we still deal with 
uh, significant pressures that can can lead towards that. But um, that's what I'm most proud of in terms of my time in York County. So, Eric, you've been in Loudoun for five years. Is this your sixth school year? Yes, it is. So, Loudoun, uh, for listeners that aren't familiar, is a, a big county northwest of D.C. Uh, you've got more than, I think, 84,000 students this year in, in 94 schools. It seems like um, you knew the neighborhood there, Eric. It just seems like an intimidating place to be a superintendent. It's affluent and high achieving by traditional measures. What what was attractive to you about that job? What attracted me was um, the clear sense within the community of not wanting to rest on its laurels educationally um, and really wanting to improve. Um, and you mentioned the size of the school district. One unique aspect is just the rapid growth. Many years were the largest fastest growing um, division in, in the nation. So we typically add a couple thousand students a year and open one to three um, schools a year. And so the important uh, part of leading in Loudoun is make sh- making sure the focus is on instruction and not just with managing growth. That is really tough. I remember uh, um, I've been to Las Vegas many times over the last 30 years. And there was, um, there was a decade there when it was just com- the complete preoccupation of everyone in the central office building of just keeping kids in school buildings. Um, I, I wonder how you were able to keep the focus on teaching and learning and not let yourself and your board get completely preoccupied with that. How, how'd you do that? Um, a key strategy in terms of keeping the focus on teaching and learning is really a focus on the joy of teaching and learning. Um, You know, all too often uh, teachers are pressured by outside forces, their principals, their, their superintendents, their state, the nation, just to prepare kids for a standardized test. And that's, that's not fun. That's not engaging for students or for teachers for that matter. And so, um, we need to give constantly remind ourselves and give ourselves permissions to permission to recapture the joy of both teaching and learning. And when we do that, that makes the focus on the main thing uh, easier uh, in terms of education as opposed to just managing growth or some other operational matter. Yeah, Eric, when I was a superintendent in the nineties uh, here between Seattle and Tacoma, it was a uh, same situation we were adding a school or two a year um how do you i remember what what was really contentious is boundaries do you guys end up redoing boundaries every year and how do you how do you do that in a way that doesn't uh, drive the community crazy well um we we are in very transparent in terms of what's being considered and so um community members are able to go online, see proposals under consideration, but they're also able to play with um, geographic information systems data, GIS data themselves, in order to create their own um, plans and make suggestions to school board members. And so they, they, 
community members absolutely are very passionate. Um, it, it, it is very difficult every time you go through a boundary process. I commend the board, though, because they are willing to make the difficult decisions. And because they go through it practically every year, they both manage to be good listeners and have tough skin at the same time. Thick skin. Yeah, back to teaching and learning. How how would you describe your uh, the, the improvement agenda there in Loudon? So, um, really, we start with our our mission. So, um, five years ago, in setting forth our strategic plan, we articulated as our mission empowering all students to make um, meaningful contributions to the world, and that really drives our instructional. Uh, focus because we asked, okay, what are the uh, competencies that um, students need um, in order to be able to make meaningful contributions to the world? And let me just back up and observe what we mean by meaningful contributions. Um, we think of meaningful contributions through three means. One, through careers, so careers in the private sector, the uh, pub, uh, governmental sector, not-for-profit sector, through careers or through civic engagement or through community service. So, um, so that's what our, what, what our focus is, not just on preparing kids for a state test. So um, we articulated, at the same time we articulated the mission, our Loudoun County profile of a graduate, and we want to um, – we want to develop students who are knowledgeable, who are critical thinkers, communicators, collaborators, creators, and contributors to the world. And in order to do that, um, we want to put um, authentic, challenging problems at the heart of teaching and learning. And so really the instructional approach is all about authentic learning experiences for students. So they develop the knowledge and competencies they need to be able to make contributions to the world. Eric, I, I love the fact that the, the first sentence in your bio after telling where you work is um, that Dr. Williams believes in engaging students and solving authentic problems as a means to developing knowledgeable, critical thinkers, communicators, collaborators, creators, contributors. Um, so I, I loved uh, that you keep the, the joy of teaching and the focus on contribution so prominent. Um, I, I'm just, I'm wondering if there's more of a backstory on how that came to be so, so focal for you and, and your community. So it really uh, comes down to the sense of the importance of authenticity in terms of having students do work that they care about. And the reason that that's so incredibly important is student engagement and ownership of their work. So Loudoun County, you know, we, we've, we've had great test scores we exceed national averages, um, state averages on tests. Um, but students can have um, really more of a compliance-based level of engagement, uh, and they're really not committing themselves, and we're leaving so much untapped potential there um, when we just have more of a test prep approach. And so – Having students focus on solving authentic problems is a game changer 
because um, it the students have su- such a stronger sense of ownership. And that sense of ownership is important because when the work gets difficult, they're more likely to persist rather than just throw in the towel. And also because of that sense of ownership, their learning is going to be deeper. They're not just memorizing something for rote regurgitation. And because it's deeper, it's then longer lasting. They're not just forgetting it, uh, forgetting it the next week. And so really the backstory is the power of, of giving authentic, uh, authentic, challenging problems to students. When we say we don't want to just prepare you to do important work in the future, but rather we want you to do important work now. We want you to make contributions now. That's a game changer in terms of student ownership and ultimately deeper learning. Yeah, we we are really attracted to that idea. Our study of the future of, of work um, helps us um, conclude that Authentic community connected projects are unusually efficient at building the sense of agency and that students with a sense of agency, their own ability to understand themselves and manage their learning and actions and relationships might be the most important skill that we can give them in this complicated world. And and that's why we articulated in our profile of a graduate being a contributor. And so when there's different iterations of the four C's or four competencies or five C's, and people often add a fifth C of citizenship, but we felt um, being the, a focus on contributing um, in, is, is broader and more important. It includes contributions through citizenship, community service, and careers. And so that was powerful. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I think it's related to um, our our friends at the Kern Foundation uh, talk about entrepreneurial mindset, um, and they've stood up a network of fifty universities that are teaching en- engineers this entrepreneurial mindset. But but they think of it not as starting a business, but the ability to spot an opportunity and to deliver value. And that, that seems very similar to how Loudoun County thinks about contributors. Absolutely. I would say that the the qualities of an entrepreneur are ones that are reflected in our profile of a graduate. And that um, so we want to develop entrepreneurs, both um, for profit entre- entrepreneurs and um, social social entrepreneurs. And and uh, it's so exciting that you're. Your community is such a great place for both, right? Loudoun and uh, and Prince George's County. That Metro DC is now one of the world's best tech hubs. It's rich with venture capital. It's a great place to start a business. Probably the cybersecurity uh, hub of America. Uh, and then you also have every leading NGO uh, in a, in America within a, a half hour drive. So what a terrific place for your young people to plug in. It's easy for them to not only see themselves in the future working in this area as entrepreneurs, commercial or social entrepreneurs, but it's also easier for them to be entrepreneurs now and connect with others in this area who can um, be 
clients who can provide problems for our students to solve or who can be collaborators alongside our students in addressing problems or who can be audience members for our students' work. So the potential for community connections is rich in this area. We literally created a position to help facilitate those. It's called Supervisor um, Community Connections, and it gets back to the importance of of authenticity for, for, for students. Eric, let's do um, three quick kind of visual um, pictures of a, a good day in Loudoun County, um, what, what it would look like, what it would feel like. And let's start with elementary school. If, if you visited a school and saw sort of an ideal picture of what this kind of a, a authentic community-connected learning what, what would it look like in elementary school? When one would enter um, a learning learning space, students are going to be um, working individually or in small groups um, solving solving a problem. Now, five years down the road, they may, may be, um, and even in some of our classrooms now, they might be solving different problems. But let's say for today, they're working on, on a common problem, even if they're working on different aspects of it in small groups or individually. And Really, um, so we'll say water quality. So maybe there's a local water quality issue. So, um, and some students might be tapping in, um, Skyping with a water quality expert in, in say in Colorado, um, where they've dealt with, um, with, uh, water shortage issues and getting that person's expertise. Um, other, uh, students uh, maybe working on um, developing solutions that they're going to share with another um, outside outside expert, and um, also um, at different times in the day, students are going to be doing different things, and so students need to develop knowledge to help them solve a local, a, a local water quality issue. It might be, uh, it may be co- content, content knowledge. It may be more me- methodology, like how to design a research, um, pr- project, but different students would be doing different things based on where they are. And there would be, um, individualized learning pathways observable for students, even as they're working collaboratively to, to address a local problem that they care about. All right. If we went uh, to a nearby middle school, what 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 might we see in a seventh or eighth grade? So, in a middle school, um, what I uh, what I'd love to see again is um, students tackling a problem of importance to them. So, I'm recalling middle school students who had had a number of peers struggling um, struggling with cancer. Um, and these students um, decided to do a variety of work related to cancer. They worked towards raising funds at a 24-hour dance-a-thon, um, but they also um, worked to understand what cancer is, how it occurs, um, and uh, how it can be uh, how it can be cured. And so, um, in in a what. This authentic 
learning looks like is students choosing a problem that they want to address, coming up with um, solutions, and then working across content areas um, to come up with uh, solutions to that problem. And then if we scaled it up to uh, some upperclassmen in high school, what what would you see on a good day in Loudoun in a junior or senior classroom? I'm I'm recalling high school um, students who wanted to come up with the best type of de-icer to use. Um, we get some snow, not a ton of snow um, in, in uh, northern Virginia, but we get some snow and students um Students learned about how detrimental common de-icers, commercial de-icers are for the most common type of grass in our area and then the impact on other uh, on uh, across the environment and across animals as a result of that. And so um, students worked to design experiments to test different alternative de-icers, and then they sought to share their information broadly. As part of the process, panels of outside experts came into the classroom and students would pitch their ideas or solutions to the um, to the experts and um, experts would give them feedback on that and but students also then try to share what they've learned with outside parties so for example some students wrote um, articles for newsletters published by HOAs targeting homeowners in terms of the types of de-ices they use. Others um, reached out and were able to connect with the State Department of Transportation in order to make uh, their their pitches. So those are uh, three examples. Are there other examples of young people contributing in, in Loudoun County that you want to add? And that might be in school or out of school? A, few, um, a couple years ago, uh, um, a middle school social studies teacher challenged students to develop pitches for what sites deserve a um, historical marker. And so students researched local history. They were able to use primary source documents that local libraries lent to the um, students and they developed their pitches. The um, teacher brought in um, panels of with expertise uh, in in local history, and students did their their pitches on why it was significant. At the end of the day, um, the uh, top proposals were selected and the class worked to finalize those proposals and submitted them to the state agency that approves historical markers. And um, the state approved the, uh, the, uh, the, the placement of a historical marker at the old Ashburn Colored School that had served um, black students during the era of segregated um, education. That was an incredibly powerful experience for all the students um, working to, uh, I mean, they worked hard to learn local history, how it fit into the context of national history. Um, but they also saw, hey, we can help build greater awareness among the community through the placement of this historical marker. So that's um, one example. Um, 
Another example I'll share is of elementary schools who um, tried to make a difference last year. And at the end of the day, they weren't successful with their main goal, um, but they did incredibly impressive work and they learned a ton along the way. So um, Loudoun County partnered um, with uh, Fairfax County in seeking to have Amazon locate their second headquarters um, in in this area. And, and another site in Virginia ultimately was selected. But before that occurred, local economic development officials came in, actually specifically one of the members of the Board of Supervisors came in and challenged the students at one of our elementary schools. That's a wall-to-wall project-based learning school. Um, and it uh, he challenged them, hey, said, hey, we need your help. We're doing our pitch um, to Amazon, but we need, we need your help. So, um, students did a ton of research about Virginia geography and understanding the strengths of Virginia generally, and then the strengths of Loudoun County specifically in terms of what, um, we have to offer to Amazon as a potential place for their second headquarters. And they developed pitches for Amazon. And in fact, Amazon Web Services um, executives and also economic, local economic development executives came in and listened to students' uh, pitches. And at the end of the day, the site wasn't located here, but the, um, but the uh, students uh, learned a ton, not only in terms of the geography, but in terms of the traits we want of, as a Loudon profile of our graduate in terms of um, having to think critically, communicate and collaborate with others. But, uh, what a great experience for them, both the, the work and the opportunity to make uh, that product public. Uh, great, great learning experience. Eric, recently you commissioned uh, uh, some work on equity, uh, and you've you've made that more important to the Loudoun County agenda. Uh, tell us about your recent statement on equity. I set forth uh, um, an equity statement, um, and really the purpose of the equity statement is one to set forth a vision of the type of learning environment we want to create, one that's safe, empathetic, respectful, and supportive, but also to call out what we're not going to tolerate in terms of our community, and um, specifically saying uh, we will not tolerate racial insults, slurs, or other hate speech, um, because when that occurs, we don't have the positive culture and climate that we need to support um, student growth. So that's what led to the statement. What's next in Loudoun? So um, really, we um, we want to continue to support our um, teachers in putting authentic, challenging problems at the heart of teaching and learning. So it is not a couple year effort and move on. But this is our this is our uh, focus and. Um, we want to uh, help teachers make connections, um, not just in terms of project-based learning as a means of putting authentic, challenging problems at the heart of teaching and learning, but also personalized um, personalized learning so that we're looking at ind- individual students' needs and interests as we engage them in solving authentic, challenging problems. So that's, that's what our focus will continue to be. At secondary schools, do you do you anticipate seeing changes in the master schedule, changes in the way teachers work together to accommodate these? Because authentic 
challenging problems don't always fit very well into a traditional master schedule. Um, and so we do need to change the way that students experience um, high school. And you've referenced challenges of traditional structures that get in the way of, of in, authentically engaging kids and solving real problems. And one way in which we've um, started this work is, um, is, a, is really a focus on um, students having opportunities outside of school that they can make connections to learning in, in school. And so um, students uh, during their senior year um, are um, participating in capstone experiences as a culmination of their K-12 experience. And they've got choice in terms of where they, um, of a community location where they'll work and um, work for a client and apply and further develop knowledge that they've developed throughout their careers. And for us, at the end of the day, it's not just about a capstone project. We need to change from ninth through through grade 12, but our focus on these capstone projects um, has been a good entry point for um a lot of our teachers and high schools, an entry point to an emphasis on more authentic, challenging problems. Dr. Eric Williams, we, uh, we appreciate your focus on empowering all students to make meaningful contributions to the world. What a great focus. Um, we appreciate your leadership. It's been important in, in Loudoun and uh, more broadly in the sector. So we appreciate your voice and your work. Thanks for being on the Getting Smart podcast. I'm honored. I uh, learn a lot through getting smart, so I'm really honored to be on the podcast. A big thanks to Dr. Williams for joining us. We so appreciate his focus on enabling student contributions. For more on authentic student work, go listen to episode 222 with Ron Berger of EL Education. We've got it linked in the show notes and on the blog of this episode. And always make sure you rate and review the show so others can find us. For the Getting Smart Podcast, this is Jessica signing off.